Welcome to ALC Pan-African Radio's Education Program. The Education Program is a radio production by African Leadership Center Fellows based at the Center, where they analyze diverse issues on peace and security in Africa. Since the years of independence, Africa has experienced more coups than any other continent. The social, political and economic conditions prevailing in different African countries have been the driving force behind destabilizing nations, creating environments for coups on the continent. Social discontent, largely expressed through protest, has been met with varying degrees of suppression, co-option and consolidation of the status quo. Chelsea Cohen, a fellow at the African Leadership Center from South Africa, with an interest in the intersection between leadership and the social, political factors that contribute to peace and security, examines the recent spate in coups on the continent and what these coups are telling us about African domestic affairs. 2021 was a turbulent year for Africa. In just a few months, there was a bloody civil war in Ethiopia, which has created instability in the region an increase in jihadist attacks, and the continent saw a significant increase of coups in countries such as Mali, Chad, Sudan, and Guinea. The African Union Summit, which was held in February 2022 in Addis Ababa, took place just a few days after the coup d'etat in Burkina Faso, making this the country's eighth successful coup. In the last year and a half, the continent has experienced five successful coups that are threatening the stability in the Sahel region. These resurgence of coups have raised concerns that the region could be backsliding from the progress of democratization, thus highlighting the deficits of the continent's leaders to effectively meet the citizens' needs, essentially breaking the social contract. This is a very worrying concern, and, and it shows that democracy is becoming a second place. So the main reason is that democracy is failing the people and the military is stepping in um, in that gap. And this is what is happening across the Sahel, as we've recently seen in Burkina Faso. I think one of the reasons why the coup in Burkina Faso has happened is the Burkina Bay government um, has not had an effective strategy uh, to deal uh, with the jihadist situations. The regional coordination in managing the jihadist flow uh, from Libya to Mali, from Mali to the borders with Burkina Faso and Niger, has been very poor. That was David Otto, the director of Geneva Center for Security and Strategic Studies, highlighting the severity of the problem. This year marks 20 years since the African Union's founding, and it is critical to reflect on the continent's governance and security issues that are creating challenges in addressing the continent's threats to peace and security. There has also been an increased pessimism for democratic processes, such as the issues relating to free and transparent elections, freedom of speech, human rights abuse, all of which create an environment for coups to take place. Worryingly, the Afrobarometer surveys have indicated that only a minority of Africans believe elections help produce representative, accountable leadership, and yet elections are the crux of democracy. In 2014, the African Union Peace and Security Council noted that unconstitutional changes of government originated from deficiencies in governance, mismanagement of diversity, human rights violations, unwillingness to accept electoral defeat, 
manipulation of constitutions and their revision are all major contributors to unconstitutional changes of governments and popular uprisings. It is for this reason we need to examine the effectiveness of our civilian leaders. So within this social political context, we start seeing civilians showing great support for coups, like in the case of Zimbabwe, and most recently Burkina Faso. The assertions of the military often become accepted as a solution by civilian population. This is not to imply that citizens prefer militarized government, but rather that this level of popular support is associated with the military being able to oust a government that people are no longer content with. The coup in itself facilitates the exchange of power from elites through military force, but without significant national transformation. The use of force as a basis of power becomes legitimized, granted that there's a transition of power into civilian hands. Although these acts are considered as unconstitutional changes of government, they become a driving force for the social change, whether they are successful in doing so or not. There's no agreement. Uh, it's true that a record number of states were suspended at this year's summit uh, for uh, Sudan, Mali, Guinea, and uh, Burkina Faso. And there is this concern that uh, disrespect uh, for democracy is spreading on the continent and uh, that there is a kind of trend and that this needs to be stopped. So some are advocating fierce uh, sanctions. Others are saying, no, we need to mediate. We need to make sure we uh, escort if I may use the word, the military, out of uh, power and usher in uh, smooth transitions. But as we've seen in the case of Mali, uh, sometimes the military simply decide to stay on. And uh, yes, there is a lot of concern. However, there's no common response. Obviously, each country is different, but the African Union uh, will be called upon to really uh, provide a coherent response uh, to this threat, not only to democracy, but according to many people I spoke to, uh, to the development and to the economies of the continent. As stated in the clip, the current continental response by both the African Union and the regional bodies such as the economic community of West African states have been able to suspend and sanction the countries where coups have taken place. But such moves have limited effectiveness and are not sustainable. We are also starting to see a divide between state leaders in the way they are responding to these situations. The conditions that perpetuate coups, especially in the same country, need to be addressed. The long-standing governance deficits have been a significant factor in the recent wave of military takeovers across the continent. Although the African Union has not been entirely silent, there's a broad consensus among scholars that the Union has not effectively pursued its goal of peace and security on the continent. Notably, that the current measures are not effective because they are reactive, failing to deter military actors from using coup d'etats as a means of gaining political power. Essentially, when basic rights and services fail to be delivered to citizens, when governments continuously manipulate elections, for example in the case of Mali, in this case, we identify a high dissatisfaction for politicians in power who have failed to address the increase in jihadist movements occupying ungoverned spaces, and the instability of the economy are increasingly becoming triggering factors for coups. Within the Malian context, the attempts of the ruling party to manipulate the results of the 2020 parliamentary elections in favor of candidates supported by the then president 
led to the street demonstrations calling on the government to resign. In a few months, the military staged a coup. It initially facilitated a transitional arrangement, but overthrew that too only a few months later, which has been considered a coup within a coup. Therefore, one cannot be surprised that these military interventions came on the back of long ignored systemic failures and growing societal discontent. These countries were on the height of instability long before the emergence of the COVID-19 pandemic. They already have deep-seated vulnerabilities of chronic insecurity, political corruption, and mass unemployment. The same factors are prevalent in the case of Guinea, where the coup preceded the unconstitutional removal of the provision that limited the time a president can hold office, leading to mass discontent. To avoid such government seizures, it is pertinent to address the major democratic deficiencies within the country before they manifest. There needs to be an engagement of the national, political, and social forces in order to effect the required social change. These are the proactive measures that prevent coups from becoming cyclical. There needs to be a shift in the way coups are understood and that the focus should be on the sanction of unconstitutional preservation of power and other undemocratic forms of behavior by African national governments. That was Chelsea Cohen, a fellow at the African Leadership Center from South Africa. Thank you for listening to ALC Pan-African Radio Education Program. For feedback on this and other programs, please visit our website at www.alcafricanradio.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Radio ALC and on Facebook, ALC Radio, numeral number one.